You're listening to a Fit Plus Love production. Someone asked me, what is wellness to you? I say happiness. It's finding that the way where you can be happy. And it's not always having things work out. It's not always being positive. It's being happy within your sphere. Having those ups and downs, feeling all the emotions, having those moments after class where you feel like you're capable of anything because the workout makes you feel so alive and powerful and strong. And so I'm really lucky to have that option in my life. That was Anna Kaiser. This is Marnie Salop. Thanks for tuning into my podcast, Marnie on the Move. Each week, I will be inviting interesting, innovative movers and shakers to join me on the show and share their story. You will discover and hear from thought leaders, experts, influencers, and entrepreneurs from the worlds of wellness, sports, beauty, fitness, fashion, and more. Marnie on the Move will feature an eclectic mix of people I know, work with, and think are generally doing cool things. On each episode, I sync up with my guests about life, career, and training, and showcase their expertise and story. Hi, everyone. Welcome, and welcome back to the Marnie on the Move podcast. I'm your host, Marnie Salop. I am so excited to connect you with today's guest, the amazing and talented Dance Dynamo celebrity trainer and boutique fitness founder, Anna Kaiser. She is the founder of Anna Kaiser Studios and the AKT franchise. Before we get started, a word about our sponsors, Inside Tracker. Inside Tracker is the ultra personalized nutrition platform that analyzes your blood, DNA, and lifestyle to help you optimize your body from the inside out. They are my go-to for understanding my inner health, looking at my blood levels, and getting great nutritional insight. Inside Tracker transforms your body's data into meaningful insights and a customized action plan of the science-backed recommendations you need to reach your goals. Take control of your health and wellness. Unlock the power of your potential. Use our code for 20% off. Thank you, MOTM. And of course, there's a link in the show notes. Now, back to our guest, Anna Kaiser. If you are looking for a fresh, fun, energizing, and challenging workout, I highly recommend checking out her classes. Taking a class with Anna or one of her incredibly talented instructors is a blast, whether it's dance, sculpt, or step. Anna Kaiser is renowned for transforming the bodies of women and men around the globe. Her clients include some of the biggest stars in Hollywood and the music industry, like Kelly Ripa, Shakira, Alicia Keys, and so much more. Anna and her team of elite trainers provide an unparalleled fitness experience for all levels. Anna personally creates and releases content for all sessions and classes on the first of every month. On today's episode, I caught up with Anna to hear what's new and exciting for 2021. We talk about how she is navigating COVID between running a fitness studio and having a new baby. We discuss energy and creating spaces to work and work out from home. Anna Kaiser Studios' new virtual classes, the benefit of the live experience on Zoom, and the accountability factor that makes you want to show up. Anna shares where her passion for dance began, how she started her world-famous signature workout concept and studio. She offers terrific entrepreneurial career wisdom from her experience as a professional dancer and building a business. We talk about how she is leveraging social media in new ways, from TikTok to Spotify playlists. Her new mommy, daughter, and teen dance classes, 
as well as her relaxing and rejuvenating wellness rituals that fuel her for success. Get ready for a super fun and inspiring conversation. If you like what you hear, leave us a review on Apple. It's easy. Head over to the app wherever you listen. Click on the Marnie on the Move podcast. Scroll through the episodes. Click on five stars and leave a review. Also, tell your friends what you love about the Marnie on the Move podcast. Share it on your Instagram stories, on your Facebook feed, and all the places that you engage in social activity. Now, on to our conversation. I'm so excited to have you on the podcast. This is so amazing. I mean, we've known each other for years, and I'm a huge fan of your studio and your classes and your vibe. It's been a crazy, crazy year. And what is new and exciting at Anna Kaiser Studios? Oh, Marty, it's so good to talk to you. (laughs) (laughs) I agree. It's been quite a year. I love following you and your podcast. And I'm so happy to be here today. And yes, I am, like many of us, very excited to be out of 2020 into 2021. And with that, we have refreshed the brand, all new branding, all new visuals, new classes, new content. I am just launching in conjunction with that new brand refresh, a meal delivery option for people at home who cannot get their nutrition back on track after everything that's happened in 2020 so that now you can have those workouts wherever you are. You can have that nutrition wherever you are and the support of this community um, to get you back on track in 2021. And I think we all needed that. I certainly needed it. Yes. (laughs) So it's exciting to be able to offer that. And people virtually as well as in studio have been asking for that nutrition component for a long time. They've been asking for a streaming library of video content for a long time. And so I am thrilled to be able to launch that now with the start of this new year um, and, you know, get us all back and motivated again. It's been a long 10 months of quarantine and COVID and working from home homeschooling. Yeah. Homeschooling. Speaking of homeschooling, (laughs) I mean, you just had a baby, like talk about busy. Congratulations. I mean, not just, but like a couple months ago, that's huge. I mean, and you look fabulous. You're like on Instagram and TikTok making all kinds of amazing videos. (laughs) How do you do it? You got to keep it fresh, right? Yes. And it does actually motivate me to be creative and keep creating with uh, content with my team, with the community and the clients, because having a baby is tough. Having a baby in quarantine is even harder because you don't have that um, separation from day to night, from home to work. You're kind of always in it. And so pulling yourself out of that funk and, you know, sleep deprivation and finding space and time to work and create is really tough. And, you know, in some ways you think it would be easier because you can really focus on the new baby and being a mom. But in so many ways, it was much harder than my first pregnancy because I was working from home. So I had no reason to not go back to work after a week. Right. Um, And we are in COVID and I run a boutique fitness studio. It is tough. Right. And so I can't take a maternity leave or even a few weeks off. I got to keep pushing through. So yeah, it was, 
and it still continues to be challenging, but I do love the levels. And when I look at his tiny little face, yeah, he's all so the cute. I mean, difficulties melt away. I'm sure. <laughs> and how old is your other son? He's four. He he's just four. turned four. So how have you guys been navigating at home during COVID? I mean, I know we're going to talk about your business and I know that's a whole other conversation in terms of having a studio and being in the fitness industry when everybody had to shut down at home. How are you guys navigating? Well, we're renovating a, an apartment in New York City and renting. And unfortunately, we're in an area where all the schools shut down. The protests were coming down our street. The playgrounds were closed. Our amenities were closed. It was not a good place to be uh, working from home or have a child in the city. So we decided to uh, rent in Connecticut instead. So we would have the space. My son could go to school. We had a little bit more flexibility on the working from home, homeschooling situation. Right. I also have a studio out here in, in New Canaan. Canaan. Yeah. Sorry. Right. So we <laughs> yeah. were we were able to make that shift happen. But there was a time in May where it was we almost couldn't make it. It was really, really hard. I was working from the living room. I was streaming classes from my living room. My son was running up and down the hallways because there was nowhere safe to go. Nothing was open. And my husband was trying to work from home at the same time. It was just, it was horrible. It was horrible. It was really hard to navigate. Yeah. So now we found a nice balance where my husband still commutes into the city for work. I'm able to go to the studio and work either in New Canaan or New York City. My four-year-old is in school. That's great. Three hours a day. Right. And then I spend as much time with the baby as I can, usually in the mornings and the evenings and the weekends. But I, we really had to restructure our lives so that we could enjoy all of it and not have it overlap continuously. Because it drives you a little bit crazy to not be able to focus on each individual element. Not that we can 100% do that now, but we found a better rhythm. I think that was the trick, or not the trick, but I think that was the real sort of move during COVID for everyone was like trying to figure out how to pivot, how to navigate, how to make the worst possible times positive in some way, like find a silver lining, find a way to make it work and be resilient. So yeah, I think you you guys found your found your groove. <laughs> <laughs> not easy though, not easy. No. And, you know, you always want more time. You yes. want more time with your family, you want more time to just focus on work, but everything comes with its challenges. And so out here, I have to break up my day, take my son to school, pick him up from school, make food, find time to work in between come and teach class here, come and teach class in the city, teach virtually, set up this new brand, set up, there's a lot, yeah. but, but by creating separate spaces where you can go, even if it's cutting a room in half and dedicated that, dedicating that half only to your workouts, you will enter that space mm -hmm. and your mind will be prepared for that. So we've set up spaces within our home where that is just where we work. Brooks knows, of course, he comes in all the time. But whenever I go into that room, I know that that's my focus. Same thing with the table where we eat. It's always the same space. So that we can find structure within this very weird transitional time <laughs> that's <laughs> happening. And same thing with the baby. Yeah. Trying to keep the baby in his own 
space as well. And you can tell even as a newborn that he um, relaxes differently in different rooms. He plays in different rooms. Energy is a very interesting topic to experience and discuss because it is palpable, but it's, it's hard to describe that to someone unless you experience that yourself. Yes. Every, and everybody has their own energy and every space has its own energy. And is that something that you are sort of just coming into at this phase of your life where you kind of always have been thinking about energy in the past? I mean, you are very energetic in terms of your body. Yes. I, I <laughs> yeah. feel like right now, though, the energy in specific rooms and spaces is something that I hadn't focused on previously that is becoming very apparent because we're using our space so differently yeah. and we have to in order to be successful and efficient in this new environment. I've always felt that way with my work. I've often worked from home and I've also, you know, had different office spaces, but there's just some spaces where I feel more creative or more relaxed. And there's certain rooms where I like to practice yoga, where I like to work out or, you know, all of those things. And I, yeah, I never really thought about it as much as I have, you know, brought more of an awareness to it since I've been working from home and training from home. Speaking of spaces, you mentioned that you've been going to the studio. So you have a studio in New York City, a studio in New Canaan. Are you going back to work? Are you offering classes in person, socially distanced? Like what are the what are you doing right now in terms of in-person stuff? Yeah, so we are running private training and small groups out of our New York City studio in New Canaan, same private training and small groups and in East Hampton, private training. And then virtually we're offering classes from all three of our studios so that people can continue to work out depending on everyone has a different level of comfort with COVID and either being in the space or being at home. So we want to make sure that you have options to do that anywhere. Right. And we also offer private training virtually as well so that they can continue with the programming wherever they are. I have to say that the private training on Zoom or, you know, I don't know how you guys are doing it, but like I've been working with a personal trainer on FaceTime, but he's using this FaceTime to train me. And and honestly, if he wasn't there and I didn't have a meeting with him, I wouldn't be training. So it's been... That is really <laughs> important. The accountability yeah. factor. Yeah. There are so many streaming apps and options where you can... Subscribe for $9.99 a month. Go on and do videos whenever. Yes. But I'm finding that clients are burned out. They will not make themselves do that if no one is holding them accountable to show up, which is why we never made the transition from Zoom to an app because I don't feel that that is what's special about what we offer. What we offer is, no, we're going to start this class at 7. We're going to start at 9.30. We're going to start at 11. And people want to show up and turn their videos on and be held accountable in a class I agree. format. Yeah. Not just a PT format because it is extra motivating to have a community there, chatting with each other, supporting each other. Now, then we film them and you can access them later if you're not able to make that time, certainly. But we do want to be able to continue offering that live experience because it is really different than just turning on a video whenever you have time that's not interactive. I 100% agree. And I was thinking like, oh, I'm so antiquated in my thought process because I really like 
taking classes on Zoom. And even if, you know, I'm not looking at the other people in the class, but I mean, I'll do my yoga classes on Zoom and my yoga teacher will be like, Marnie. And I'm like, whoa, (laughs) you know, she sees me Mm -hmm. like not doing the pose right. Or she sees me doing it great, you know. And so that taking yoga on demand has not been a win for me. It's more of the in-person stuff. And I feel like Zoom or FaceTime allows for that. Yes. So I'm I'm actually the on-demand stuff, like the on-demand fitness has not worked for me because if there's no time and I don't have to be there, it's like kind of never going to happen. You keep yeah. like, Oh, I'll do it later. Oh, I'll yeah. find 10 minutes sometime. And then you just don't. And especially now when we've been trying to work out virtually at home, people have ordered their different pieces of technology. It was very exciting for about three months. And now they're burned out. Now they're tired of figuring it out themselves and trying to show up and motivating themselves. They really do want and need that accountability to be there with other people. And we see it in our studios. They want to come back into a room that's not their house and even come into a studio. In my Upper East Side studio, we offer virtual streaming of our classes so that people can leave their home and use one of our studios. We have four different studios within that location while we're streaming the class in the other room. So they can so still it in feel one the energy of Anna Kaiser Studios and your workouts, but not be in a group. Not have to be yeah. at home. You know, they can leave their home. They can go into a separate studio where the instructor is not. They can use the floor. They can be in the vibe of the studio space. And we stream the class into that space while the instructor is teaching from another room. That's So that they do have the option to leave their house and go to a location because it's tough with continued homeschooling and finding that space, like we were saying, to focus on your workout and to have time for yourself that is uninterrupted where you can focus on something just for you. No one's walking in and asking questions. There's no dogs running through. So we want to be able to offer that as well for people. They That's want great. to leave their house. They're seeking out that accountability. They want to get back out in the world. And so we want to offer that in a safe environment. That's really great that you're doing that. I mean, you the digital content, it's not new for you. I mean, you were one of the first fitness brands to offer on-demand classes years ago. So how yes. do you feel like it's changed and evolved? Well, specifically with the live interaction accountability, that is huge now. I mean, back when I did the app in 2000, we launched in 2015, it was just filmed videos and, you know, of all different lengths. And it was a video library that you could access at any time, but it was not interactive. It was just a supplement to your live workouts. Our workouts now through Zoom, through FaceTime, with that live interaction accountability are your workouts. They're not supplemental. That is what you go to because you don't have an in-studio option. So it has really changed and people have upped their game. Now, there will always be a time where you'll want to supplement and have another video option that's pre-recorded. But I do think that live interactive classes are the wave of the future so that you can continue. This opens up a whole world for you of clients and class goers as someone who is in the fitness business to attract a global following. Yes. I mean, you've always had that, but I think, you know, in terms of really being more accessible. Well, yes. And even if people were using the app in years prior, I didn't physically get to interact with them and create a relationship with them. 
You know, we have clients coming from Germany and Canada and Spain and Australia, and we can, I can actually interact with them, give them feedback and create a relationship with them. It's not just that they're coming and interacting with the video library. We're really creating a connection, which is so different. And I never would have seen that six years ago. I couldn't have imagined that happening. And even at the beginning of quarantine and the pandemic shutdown, I didn't think this was going to last. I think we all just kind of hunkered down and made that pivot happen really quickly to save our businesses because we thought it would be, you know, a couple weeks or a month. Right. And we could have, I could have made the decision to shut down the studios, furlough everyone and wait it out, which so many businesses did. Yes. But I didn't want to do that. I wanted to keep working for my sanity, for my creativity, for uh, my team to keep everyone employed, to give them an option to continue to work and not have to figure out another option. And so we've really, every week, continued to make improvements and updates and find new and better solutions because this is a long-term scenario now. Right. I mean, and speaking of six years ago and entrepreneurial decisions, when did you decide to launch Anna Kaiser Studios and where did dance begin for you? Like, how did this journey begin? Oh, that's such a good question. So I've always danced. I was a professional dancer for 20 years and I love the way I feel when I get into a class and vibing with the choreography and the music and feeling really strong in my skin. And so when I went on my, when I started my fitness journey a little over 20 years ago, I tried everything, you know, I was certified in Pilates and then I couldn't do another hundred. I went to yoga for eight years, couldn't do another sun salutation, you know, AB series. And then I started powerlifting and I lost my neck. And in between all of those, I always went back to dance to neutralize my body, to make my body more proportional. I spun for a while. My legs got really big. You know, I kind of always went back to dance to find my happy place to get my body back in its best shape. So then when I discovered interval training, I actually did Insanity with Beachbody and Shanti in 2007. Can you believe wow. that long ago? Yes. <laughs> I, my, my body became very boxy and masculine, but what I, so what I realized was that kind of hit workout was designed for a man's body. There was a lot of lower body power and a lot of upper body strength that wasn't really created for a woman's body. So I thought, well, this is an amazing offering. It's a really efficient and effective way to work out. But what if I took all of these modalities that I love and combine them with dance and created a woman's version? of HIIT training. So I started trying to figure out what that was with my private clients. And then I started the beta class model in New Canaan and tried to figure that out here. Then I launched the brand and the studios in 2000. Well, I launched the brand in 2011, um, betaed the brand, the class model in Tribeca, and then launched the first studio in 2013 because I really felt like there was a void. Everyone else was focused in the boutique fitness environment on one modality. And so I really wanted to create a space where you can get a comprehensive program and all you have to do is show up. You don't have to go one place for yoga, one place for bar, one place for spinning. You could just go to Anna Kaiser Studios. And the content changes once a month. I create all the content with my team and you really can just show up and get it all. 
but it was very focused in creating this new model of hit training designed specifically for a woman's body. That was the base of where all of it came from. Because dance is fun, right? Dance is fun. <laughs> I'm so and, uncoordinated. And there's so much dance cardio out there. It's yes. not that. No. This is really dance from someone who has been choreographing and dancing for 20 years and wants to teach people how to move their body safely with proper movement mechanics based in science through space and also sculpt your body at the same time. It's not aerobics. We're not bouncing on our toes and our joints. We're really learning how to dance through space and then incorporate the interval training and the strength training within that so that you're not even thinking about how much cardio and strength and dynamic flexibility you need because it's just offered as a part of the class and you're just having fun. And as a triathlete and somebody who's tremendously uncoordinated, when I took your classes, <laughs> I loved them and I was so challenged. And I kept <laughs> yeah, saying- like, you get a chance to break it down. Yeah. And then every time you come back over the course of the month, it's the same content. So you really have an opportunity to learn and get better. And as you get better, it grows with you and gets more challenging. Yeah, I think it's a, I mean, it's an ama obviously it's an amazing workout. I mean, but like, how did you decide to go from from being a professional dancer and being on camera? And I know that you're still doing this, by the way, and choreographing for major celebrities and musicians like Shakira or working with Kelly Ripa and live with Kelly and Ryan. How did you decide, OK, I'm going to open a studio? You know, I never wanted to run a dance studio. It, that's a very, very hard thing to do. You have to find costumes and host recitals and raise money. And that was something that I never wanted to do. But I really believed in this fitness model and I needed a space to, to host it. I didn't want to run around to different rented spaces all over the city and, you know, have to deal with different floors. And we were talking about energy earlier, create that energy in the space, get comfortable in it, go into different people's homes. I wanted to be able to build that and build it the way that I could imagine it being the best environment to support the work that we're doing. And so I had a team at that point who was doing just that. We were all running to different rented studios at different people's homes, pop-up spaces in different cities. I was testing different markets outside of New York and going to Boston and going to DC and trying to figure out where is this location going to be and really wanting to do the research on not only the location, but what exists within that location. What is the best floor for this? Are we going to have an overhead bar system? What does that look like? Um, so that we could, are we going to have a big lobby where people can congregate and hang out? Or are you going to walk in and go straight into a room? There was so much research that went into this. And I did a lot of uh, research and development in other studios, figuring out what was being offered and what wasn't. And how do I fill that void in a way that supports the work we're doing? in best way possible. So I really felt like we needed to build that because it didn't exist. And that is the only reason that I would go into opening a new business is creating a need and a niche for something new. As someone who's been both a professional dancer and then also an entrepreneur in the fitness industry, are there any big lessons that you take from your training as a dancer to being an entrepreneur? Are there any key like philosophies or mantras or mindsets that you need to be a very successful dancer that you also need to be 
a successful entrepreneur? That is a great question, Marnie. Yes, there are. Dancers work really hard. When you think about standing in a bar for 45 minutes in a ballet class, you know, four or five days a week, starting at the age of three, four, six, eight. I was eight when I started, but many people start at the age of three and they do that four or five days a week until their teens or they start dancing professionally. And then they continue to do that. When I was dancing for professional companies, we would rehearse six hours a day um, to try and get it right. It is a lot of focus, it is a lot of hard work and determination. You have to self-motivate. You have to show up in that room and be professional and bring your 100% to every rehearsal and class because there are 800 girls waiting to take your spot. So you develop a very strong willpower and drive and commitment to your work. And we are, those of us who have become professional dancers and artists are very hard workers and we're very disciplined and we see a goal and we go after it. And whether that takes six hours a day, eight hours a day, 10 hours, 12, 14, we're not going to stop until we get there. And maybe we never fully get there because we always understand that life is a work in progress. We are constantly and continually evolving and wanting to better ourselves. And I think as an entrepreneur and a boss, you have to truly have that mindset. We don't always have the answers and we're not always right. And I will always be open to feedback and take the good with the bad and make it better, make myself better, make it better for the team, make it better for the community, because that's what makes a business great. You worked super hard to grow your business and you wanted to bring this concept that you created to people around the globe and the nation. And so how have you grown and evolved your business since you launched? I opened my first studio in 2013. Then I self-funded the opening of two other locations, East Hampton and Nomad and also launched the streaming app, Video Library. From there, I launched a line with Target, a line of athleisure, and realized that there was a huge need for this workout across the U.S., certainly. We had people wanting to open studios and experience this workout outside of the tri-state area. And so then I started researching ways to expand and bring this workout to a larger community. So then in 2018, I franchised one of my concepts, AKT, so that business owners across the US would have the opportunity to open a studio that they felt really passionately about and bring that workout to their community. And now I continue to refocus on Anna Kaiser Studios with my New York, East Hampton, Connecticut locations, being there in studio, creating the content for the community here at a very customized level for everyone that needs that extra personalization. And now I continue to evolve Anna Kaiser Studios with meal planning and the virtual streaming library and the studios out here, taking them through the pandemic and on into this new era of fitness, which has moved beyond boutique fitness, you know, and really entered our homes and workspaces in a brand new way. That's great that you can get your community the workouts and nutrition they need to stay strong. And so what are some big entrepreneurial lessons that you've learned along the way? Well, okay, one of my biggest lessons as an entrepreneur is to surround yourself with 
smart people who round out your weaknesses. So know what you're good at, focus and hone in on what you bring to the table that is special, and then surround yourself with a team of advisors and friends who can help you grow your business in the areas where you may not be as strong. That was really important for the growth of my business. And I'm I'm really grateful to all of those people who have helped me, who continue to help me, and we're really in this together. That's that's a great lesson. I mean, I think as an entrepreneur, it's one of the things that is the most challenging is to like recognize what you're good at and then learn how to delegate and how to work mm-hmm. with other people. I mean, it's so because you want to do everything because you're like, I mean, at least me. I don't know. Yes. It's yes, hard. It's 100%. challenging. Yeah. It's really hard. And especially as a type A person and someone that wants to get it right, it's hard to trust people. And then when you find the right people and you're able to delegate, you'll grow so much faster than if you try and do it all on your own. You have to bring people in and trust them. And sometimes they aren't the right people. And then you also have to come to the realization that it's time to let that person go and find the right person. But that is really challenging when you've now, you know, put your trust in someone and you're growing something together and then you have to make a change. But that is equally as important as finding the right people is acknowledging when it is the wrong people and you have to make a change. It's very hard. It's also hard. So with all of these opportunities and challenges as an entrepreneur and fitness brand founder, how do you personally stay healthy and fit? What's your wellness routine? Well, I'm very blessed to have an option that I truly love. Like I just, this is, this workout is what I love to do to work out and keep myself healthy and in shape and happy. Most of all, happy. You know, when someone asks me, what is wellness to you? I say happiness. It's finding that the way where you can be happy. And it's not always having things work out. It's not always being positive. It's being happy within your sphere, having those ups and downs, feeling all the emotions, having those moments after class where you feel like you're capable of anything because the workout makes you feel so alive and powerful and strong. And so I'm really lucky to have that option in my life, um, which is one of the reasons why I started it in the first place, because I just don't feel like it exists anywhere else. And so I can walk into the studio and whether I'm taking class from one of my instructors or I'm in front of the class teaching, I always leave feeling a hundred percent better than when I walked in the room always and ready to take on the world. And so that is, I'm really grateful for that. And so I'm you grateful dance for the, the studio dance. and the community. Yeah, I really do. I have tried it all. And I really always, always come back to this as the center of my wellness. I have also found things in my week to add a little bit more yin to the yang. So massage has become something I really try and stick to either weekly or every other week where I can sleep for an hour (laughs) with um, no interruption right? (laughs) um, and get out of the house and just allow my body to completely let go. I've added a tea ritual in partnership with Worris Teas to this meal plan that I've just launched to be able to give everyone 15 minutes during the day where you can just sit down, inhale and breathe and think, turn off your device with a beautiful tea. And whether that means reading a newspaper, walk it, going for a 15-minute walk while you sip your tea, 
meditating or spending time with a friend or a loved one, it just gives you that ritual, which I have found really helpful. And I really only have about 10 or 15 minutes, but I come out of that time ready to go again. It's like that nice recharge at around four o'clock. But with a new baby, not always easy to find <laughs> balance. So it's, it's these little moments where I'm able to disconnect and breathe and laugh with a friend. It's really cathartic. Go for a walk outside, play in the snow, and just kind of disconnect. Yeah. And speaking of disconnected, you're pretty connected when it comes to TikTok. I mean, you guys have been doing amazing. <laughs> We're trying. We're I just trying. wanted to like switch gears back to the TikTok because I am loving your TikTok and I love your Instagram and you really are. You've always, I mean, you've always been doing a great job leveraging all the different digital Thank platforms. You, You're welcome. <laughs> but it's fun. It's fun for me, you know, because I, I love watching great dance, you know, despite the fact that I can't do it. I get a little closer. <laughs> like I just saw your TikTok video. I'm like, I could totally take her classes and nobody yes. would see me uncoordinated in my apartment. <laughs> But I might Absolutely. get coordinated. I mean, you never know. There could be, a, there's hope. And you know what, you raise, a, you raise a really, really good point. We have so many people who are now taking class virtually that were intimidated to come into the studio and realizing that they can do it, that it yeah. is really fun, that they can learn to dance. And now some of those people are transitioning into the studio after 10 months of dancing and working with us virtually. So that, that's a really good point, Marnie. It's nice to have the security of your home in a virtual workout sometimes as well. I think it's great. And I know that your classes are not just dance. But for me, I would love to because I love dancing and I love music. And I think it's just so much fun. It's such, such a different vibe than all the running and cycling and swimming and strength training and everything else that I do. It's good for your brain. Yeah, it's good for yeah, your brain. It's really good so for your brain. it's great that you can do it at home and that we could just watch your TikTok videos and get a little <laughs> closer. <laughs> yes, and I will continue to upload videos on Instagram, on TikTok. I think it's great for people to interact with dance in any way that they can come across it. It's fun, it's motivating, it makes you want to move. And whether that is just getting up and getting out of the house and going for a run or getting on and trying to learn the dance on either TikTok or yeah. virtual, it's really important to move. And then to challenge your brain to pick something up so that you're connecting your mind and your body and creating those new neural pathways. Because all of us will, de will develop some level of dementia as we age. And dance is one of the best ways and proven ways to uh, strengthen your mind and build those new neural pathways and strengthen cognitive development as we age. So while it's fun, it's also really good for your brain. I did not know that. That's great. Now I'm definitely doing it. Yeah. Uh, the New England Journal of Medicine did a study on adults over the age of 75 over the course of 10 years. And they found that crossword puzzles three days a week kind of helped like 35% with cognition. And I, I think reading four days a week helps like 45% in improving cognitive development and neural pathways. But and physical exercise helps 0%, zero, except for dance, 
Wow, Dance that's improved amazing. improved cognition by 75%. I believe 75%. it, though, because you really do yeah. need to use your mind. Like, you can't just move. Like, you have to think and no. move. So it's really You great. have to be engaged. And you have to take something that you're visually experiencing and seeing and replicate it physically. So that creates a lot of confusion at first. And mm-hmm. then you, that starts to clear up as your mind and body start to work better together. So That's it's awesome. It, yeah, it's been proven. Um, New England Journal of Medicine. Okay, I'm going to put a link to it. Have you seen an influx of younger class goers since you're putting all this content out on TikTok? I mean, I know like, you know, my partner's 13 year old daughter gets all her music from there. Absolutely. We are hosting some mother-daughter classes. We have some teenagers coming into classes. We've had some requests for teen classes and, you know, preteen classes. So yeah, absolutely. And we have held TikTok classes, I will tell you. You have, that's awesome. (laughs) We have, where we teach a group of kids TikTok dances as as a friend group. And it's really fun. And we've done it virtually as well as in studio. Very cool. I'll have to let our 13 year old know about that maybe she can get him she's a she goes to ddf actually oh my gosh amazing yeah she's a really good dancer oh really yeah Yeah, that's where she goes and she's but she hasn't been going during covid and we're thinking of letting her go back i mean i'm pretty sure she's going it's a great program i have to say they've done a fantastic job amazing like i went to see their performances a couple of times like over the last few years because she's been with them like for five years and I've never seen anything like it. Like when I was in high school and I went to a dance recital performance, it was like in the local gym. Like they are like over the top. I mean, I know you know this, but I've blown away by their performances and these kids and the talent that go to their studio. Yeah, it's really amazing. And they have great teachers and they are so good with uh, the operations of a dance studio in a big city. That's so hard to do. I know. Um, And to wrangle the kids and... They're figure serious. out how to put this recital together. They're very good. They're very serious and they understand how to do it well. That is a true test of patience and an art form to be yes. able to work with kids on that oh level. Oh my God. Yes, it is. And <laughs> I mean, you know, so I just thought I would ask you because I mean, I feel like it's just like, you know, I've seen all these like mommy daughter things and I've seen kids are so into dance. And I mean, that is mm-hmm. the ebb and flow of that's like the next generation of fitness, of wellness, of all of this is like kids on TikTok you know, I mean, they, I mean, Elle, Lori's daughter, she comes to us and she's like, oh, I saw this thing on TikTok and, you know, I want to get this beauty product or I want to, I'm downloading this playlist. And we're like, what? I mean, we get it, but it's, it's really, yeah. it's every brand really needs to find a way to get their content on there. Absolutely. And you know, when you get into it, it's really fun. TikTok yeah. is fun. And it doesn't have to be crazy expert dancing. No. A lot of people on TikTok are just having a good time. And, you know, they'll be going through the motions in their life and suddenly something funny happens or they're putting it to good music. And it's great that they're able to have fun with things that could feel like everyday activities, but suddenly they become dance or they become interact, you know, musically interactive. Yeah. Um, And specifically while the pandemic has been um, in full swing and everyone's been stuck at home. They've been having more fun with TikTok. Yeah. I mean, I made a lot of running videos on TikTok. That was my claim. (laughs) That was my contribution to TikTok. And then I had to get back to training. (laughs) I I was like, okay, what can I contribute to the content of TikTok? 
because I'm really good with music, but I just, you know, make all these great playlists on, you know, on Spotify. And then I'm like, oh, I need to follow you. I need some new playlists. That's so fun. I've been on a sort of old dance. Like I love Mark Ronson. I love oh, yeah. his one of his old, like it's almost like a remix of an old dance song. Like it has like that old school like Studio Fifty Four like dance beats. Normally I'm on the EDM track, listening to Dead Mouse, Group Therapy Radio, and artists like Ferry Corsten or above and beyond, but I'm always exploring new music. I'm also liking The Avenir. And I was listening to The Avenir. Have you heard of that? No. It's not dancey, but it's good for exercise and working out. And I think The Avenir is a DJ. And I heard it on an athlete's Instagram, actually. Let's see. What is your, I'm going to follow you. Is it, is it just Marnie? Is it Marnie on the Move? No, it's Marnie Salop on Spotify. Okay. I'm on Spotify right now. I just did a running playlist that is Mark Ronson, Don't Leave Me Lonely. I like that oh, song. Oh, yeah. And then Diplo, On My Mind. Uh, oh, my God. I've used so many remixes of that. I love that song. Yeah. So, I mean, I was trying to kind of, I guess that music really moves me. Oh, my gosh. You have 62 yeah. playlists. Look at you. <laughs> I'm so impressed, Marnie. Okay. I totally make playlists while I'm on my bike. So, I don't know if yeah. my my marathon running playlist is like basically a claim to like my music growing up. It starts out with like David Bowie. <laughs> I never even imagined oh that I could run to this kind of music in my life, you know, but hey. Yeah, it's true. You find um, new inspiration every day. <laughs> you just have to keep switching it up. We have started to consume music at a shocking pace because we need that constant inspiration and there's so much streaming music just available at our fingertips. So many remixes, you know, discovering new music and different types of music has never been easier, but I'm noticing as a choreographer for that, when I go back to my playlists from eight years ago, songs were much longer. People were spending a lot, artists were spending a lot more time creating music. And right now they're throwing out two and a half, three minute songs as fast as they can create them just to keep up with the pace that everyone is getting music out there. And you don't see seven, eight minute songs anymore, even with remixes and house music. So, and I'm like you, I have to keep constantly finding new music and switching it up to stay inspired. Yeah. It's hard to listen to the same playlist over and over when even when I, I don't know, for me, you know, I always like to hear yes. something new. Like I literally will like go on my bike on my trainer when I'm doing my long rides indoors. And like I spend two hours on Spotify just, and I can't listen to a whole song. So that's, yeah, I have to, like, I can tell you like from the beginning, like if I'm going to, if it's going to work for the ride or not. And then like the next ride, I'll listen to it. And then I have to do it again. But so yeah. I'm definitely going to, but I get a lot of my inspiration for music from, fitness instructors like I would go to your playlist and see what's on your playlist like what songs can I pull and put on my list and I think that's also a huge thing that's going to be happening I mean it's already happening yeah, but I, I think it's it's very like Spotify and music and playlists are like that are shareable that people can get inspiration from other people like there was a time where nobody wanted to share their playlist agreed actually Spotify just launched just launched its widget uh, about two days ago, so that oh. you can actually put it on your website. You can start putting your playlists from Spotify on directly into your website. 
I love Spotify as a social channel. I'm going to do that. I'm going to mm-hmm. add it. But I think I think it's it's taken them a long time. But yeah. <laughs> it has. I know I'm shocked that this just launched. I, I had to double take when I saw it because I figured it had already happened. But no, it just happened two days ago. And you also have amazing playlists that people can follow on Spotify. I do. Yeah, I'm on Spotify. Deanna Kaiser. In addition to all your great classes and offerings, you also have great merch on your website. You constantly curating like the con- the products on your website. You've super cute face masks on your website. Face masks are very important now, you know, to have a mask for running around as a human and then also for your workout. Different options, <laughs> different kinds of masks. It's part of our it's part of our world now. Yeah. And you also have like great workout apparel on your website. Would you ever launch your own line? Yes. Is that coming in 2021? Yes. We're working on it. Yes. Coming in 2021. Definitely. Awesome. Awesome. It is important for us to continue to be inspired. Not when we look at ourselves in the mirror, you know, at home, whether we're going back to the studio or just to the grocery store, we want to feel like, We're putting ourselves together and getting out of the house, getting to that workout, or even if you're working out from home, putting on that cute outfit and getting excited for your workout that day. Every little bit of inspiration counts, whether it's fashion, fitness, or music, you need it. All those things. Yeah. Yeah. We need all those things to keep us going right now. Awesome. Well, this has been so much fun. That was really wonderful, Marnie. Thank you. Thanks again for tuning into Marnie on the Move. If you like what you hear, leave us a five-star review in Apple Podcasts. Follow us on social at Marnie on the Move for Facebook and Instagram and Marnie Salop on Twitter. Head over to our website, MarnieOnTheMove.com for more info on this episode, links in the show notes, and of course, sign up for our quarterly newsletter, The Download, to get updates, deals, giveaways, and information on future events for 2019. I want to hear from you. Email me, marnieonthemove1 at gmail.com. And let me know what you're enjoying, what you want to hear more of. If you have questions for our guests, just reach out.